welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello, welcome to Laurent Collective Podcast. We're so glad that you're with us. Yes, thanks for joining us. Um, Today is a business topic, but I'm trying to think if it could apply. It could possibly apply to other things as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But the topic we're going to talk about is when someone steals your stuff. So... (laughs) This basically fall. Why are you laughing? Thinking about it, how it applies in other ways. I guess I could possibly, (laughs) but um, this is going to apply mostly to creatives um, that have creative businesses. Mm -hmm. And so, when we say when they steal your stuff, let me give some examples because we've had this happen to us many times. Um, You could find your artwork, and someone else is selling it on Etsy or on their own Mm -hmm. store. Um, somebody could be posting it on social media as their own that they've done it. Um, you could, I had this happen in photography. Like I had a certain client and someone wanted it and they really, in a nasty way, stole that client from me, not in a nice way. Like it wasn't just that they were more qualified and things like that. They went about and said some things about me, um, that then, um, they stole that client from me, um, and that kind of thing. And so there are, uh, it could be, Music. I mean, goodness, that happens mm. a lot. It could be music. Um, we've yeah. been talking to our son a lot about that and how to protect his music and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so there, we'll briefly touch on some ways to protect yourself um, because that's important. But um, depending what genre of your creative thing is, there's going to be different ways to do that. And we don't understand all of those. For We understand for us, but mm-hmm. we don't understand. For instance, for music, we're learning because of our son. But I don't fully understand all of that and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Do your research. There's plenty of resources out there of how to protect yourself and your artwork and your creativity. I think the, the sad thing is the reason why we learned a lot of this stuff is because it happened yes. to us. And it... So. It didn't just happen. It <laughs> continues to happen. Yeah. And so even though we have protected ourselves. Yeah. Still. So the way that I would say first is when you find out it's going to make you angry. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to say that I'm, you're just going to be like, seriously. Um, I think as the artist, too, it makes you like not want to put your stuff out there. Yeah. It makes you really want to hide. That's not what this it's, is about. That's not. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, it makes you. And often. And so if you do see that someone else is using someone else's artwork and you know who that artist mm. is, bring it up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is often how we have found out that someone else is selling some of Pat's artwork and everything is another a friend or an artist or something. is like, hey, are you aware that mm-hmm. this is this? Yeah. Um, and that's great to do that. So if you ever feel like, should I do that or not? Yes, you should. Um, often there has, sometimes people have posted our artwork on, for instance, on social media and someone else has seen it. And then in the comments, they've been like, great artwork from at Laurent Collective. That's, we do the same thing too, if we see that. And then often that will trigger us to look, contact that person and be like, Hey, thanks for sharing our artwork, but we'd prefer you do it this way. Or mention you know, us or, like, or at least mention yeah. us, at least tag us, that kind of stuff, because it looks like, especially if it's another artist, it looks like it's their artwork. Mm. 
So those are some things to keep in mind in general as you are helping uh, support other creatives. Um, it could be you heard, heard somebody's music and you realize they haven't, you know, um, properly, like they've said it's their own or, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll use an insult. I'll, I'll, I think maybe using examples is a great way. Mm-hmm to do this so it was brought to our attention and this is sometimes too when i love that we have people that check up on things um because then we can be like no no that's legit (laughs) so we had licensed products for a short stint a season or two um and they were in place they were in several different big name stores in the united states Mm -hmm. and a friend saw that um and maybe even was on a website of one of them and was like uh isn't this your guys's artwork like sent us screenshots and was Mm -hmm. like did they ask you to use this and here's the reason why people ask that is there are places that are big name brands and there's so many now i'm not going to name them all there Mm -hmm. was one that was really bad at it for a while i think they're still bad at it but there are several now that are doing the same thing that they either that they literally see something like oh that would be good and then because they're a big store they can have it produced someplace and have you know millions of these produced and sell them for super cheap where the artisan that is doing it can only sell a couple because they're hand making them possibly more expensive and they're more expensive and and that kind of thing um and you can tell generally can tell when somebody has ripped something off i know here in the uk there was a really uh in recent years was like somebody that has a really well-known brand um and they have certain patterns they use and stuff like that and this another company here that is a big brand um they like totally ripped it off and this person won in a lawsuit hopefully it doesn't come to that um but we were thankful that this friend saw this and came to us and said did these people does this company have permission to use your artwork they did because it was licensed Mm -hmm. at that time now if they were still selling it they could not be selling it because it's no longer licensed. It was for a certain time span. Um, So that's where an incident of that person could have found something that wasn't actually licensed and wasn't approved by us that we could Mm -hmm. have then gone to the company and said. Um, More frequently, what will happen is that uh, those companies, I'll say, they know what they're doing. Like when it comes to big brands like that, they know if they're ripping somebody off and they just don't think they'll get caught. So I want to say when it comes to big brands, or or they don't think that the the artists smaller artists will, will actually fight actually, for it. you know yeah go up against them kind yeah. of yeah and so. there and so I tend to think those people they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. However, in general, not always. I think when it comes to smaller places that um, let's say like an Etsy shop or something like that. I don't think those people always know what they're doing. And so before you approach somebody, if you realize that they're selling your artwork in some or, or posting it or something like that, don't approach them in a way that's really, I mean, you want to be firm, but you don't yeah. need to be super negative right off the bat because honestly, what has happened a couple of times with us is they're like, oh, I didn't realize that I couldn't, you know, um, yeah, repaint think, that yeah. and it not sell it or those kinds of yeah, things. Yeah, I think it's more about, it's more about, at least the first step, right? The first step would be to calling it to just reach out to them privately and just you know not make a big stink about it initially, yeah. Um, and see kind of that person or whoever that you know small shop is or whatever, see their reaction. Um, because if they push into you and they like you know fight and all that kind of stuff, then that's that's different. But if it's you know sometimes a lot of times people just don't understand fully. Um, you know what it means that they to can't steal use that. Stuff I mean, that it's copyrighted. Or I mean, I, like I think that. that honestly is like half the time is when we reach out to people and be like, 
look, like that's our artwork. You can't, you can't just put that there. You can't do that with this and that kind of thing. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that. Like most of the time, that's our, the answer that we get, you know? Yeah. The majority of the time it's been a really small, like Etsy shop or something like that. And they have like re it's our artwork that they then were like, oh, I, I took a picture of it and then mm-hmm. I used something to project it on this piece of wood and then I, I traced it and painted it. Mm-hmm. That's clearly taking art. Or put art. on a notebook or yeah. something like um, that. You know, or they've, they've screenshotted it sometimes and there's certain ways you can protect from that and they've, they've done that. Um, there was somebody that had our artwork and they were putting them on mugs. Now, mm. when I went to that person's shop, because it's always good to kind of look and see what else they're doing. Um, when I went to that person's shop, they had album covers on mugs that clearly they did not have the rights to use. Like, there's no way. Or Dave they had other artists too that we yeah. found out they were like exactly. Oh. They had like Dave Matthews Band. So there's no way Dave Matthews Band gave this small Etsy shop a re- like okay to put their album cover on. So this person, I kind of approached in a bit of different way, and I found other artists that they were using their stuff as well and sent it to the other artist um but generally how i tend to do it because you get so <laughs> i get really frustrated it gets really frustrated so i tend to wait i don't do it in the moment so that is one recommendation i can give you um is i tend to wait and then wait 24 hours make note of where it's at and then i contact the person to say look not sure if you're aware this is our artwork blah 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 that kind of thing we're asking you to take it off your store please do no longer like take anything from us just so you're aware this is not okay for other artists to bring it to their attention so they understand not to do it to someone else as well mm-hmm. um, again sometimes it is that someone like i said has very innocently done that and they actually don't understand that yeah um another time we have had people push back to say like but i took this and i created something new from it and i'm like mm, you did not like you took our artwork and like you put it on that put it on something like that's not creating something new we sell mugs too we haven't put that artwork on a mug yet but like we could if we wanted to Mm -hmm. um and you're not giving us funds to do that you didn't pay us to do that that's our artwork um and so that can that can happen there are some etsy then has a way that you can if if that person does not take that stuff down or i tend to make a little note and I will go back a couple of months later to make sure they have not redone that stuff because that has happened before too, where they're like, sure, I'll take, take it down. down they then, take yeah. it down and a couple of months later, it's on there again. Um, and so that's good to just check up and make sure. Um, generally, what has almost happened, I'd say 90% of the time is the people have been, I'm so sorry, and they've taken it down. It's not been a problem after that. So that's why it's nice to approach, and some people have actually ended up buying our artwork then, which is kind of funny. Um, And so if you can approach it that way, that is the best way to do. If you get the feedback, like I said, of like, well, I've created something new, explain to them again, try to do it as kindly can, but firm. Um, No, that's not how this works. This is how, you know, I originally created this, da 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 That means I can only sell things like that. You can't just take the artwork and put it on things and say it's something new. That's not how that works. Um, and so that all that to keep that in mind, if they continue to push back on you from that, that's when you need to go to wherever that selling platform is. So Etsy has a definite way that you do that. You can call it copyright on a, on a, um, something that's being sold, um, and that kind of thing. Here is where it's going to look different in every place. That's why we're not going to make a generalized statement. But like in the UK, the laws are different than the U S when it comes to this stuff. And then all over the world, the laws are going to be different when it comes to copyright. Um, in the US, there's a very standard way that you apply for copyright. I'll be honest, we haven't done that yet. We do have things documented, and this is where we get into mm-hmm. legal stuff that yeah. we don't want to give you advice that, you know, because it is constantly changing, especially with the digital air. 
Um, and so, um, you know, one thing that we're able to usually go back on is Pat has the original in a sketchbook and he tries to date his sketchbooks. Or we can go back to the original that we posted on Instagram and show like, you know, in 2014, he came, this is what happened with one of our designs. Here's the sketch he posted. And then here's the other that he posted. And this person just started selling this last year. Um, and so sometimes they'll ask you for evidence. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes um, you don't have to do that. I think somebody was selling stuff on Society6 that was ours. Um, and we did have to show them evidence of that. Mm -hmm. And there was another t-shirt company too that had our work on it. And we yeah. we were able to show evidence to say, not this person's, this is not us. They need to take it down because we asked them to take it down. Or sometimes you can't, con on some of those websites, you can't contact the artist. You yeah. have to contact that website. Yeah. Um, and so it's clearly a problem because there's usually, on like I said, on Etsy, there's a whole way to do it that's all about copyright or stolen artwork. And so they know it's a problem. Um, and so don't feel like you're the only one that's dealing with this if it happens to you. If there's a way to report it, that means it's an issue wider mm -hmm. issue. Um, so though that would be the way to go about it. And then... Hope always we it's one in our favor um, as far as they're like, yep, we'll take it down. So sorry that that was, you know, that happened, that kind of thing. There's one thing out there we have not been able to get taken down. And it is um, it's like our artwork. One of your pieces is being sold as like a silver. I don't know how you call it, like a um, pendant? pendant kind of thing. So oh, it's like then it's been people are selling a necklace that has Pat's artwork on it that is like a silver, flat silver disc that has the artwork on it. And when I've contacted them, they'll say, well, that's great, but I bought this from this company in China. <laughs> and we have tried to figure out, We have they've been actually very nice and said, so sorry, I won't sell it anymore, but just so you know, this is where I got it from. Like it's being mass produced. Um, we have tried everything to track down, like they've told us where they've gotten us, we tried to find it, stuff like that. And this is where it gets tricky in certain countries. They don't have the same rules. And so I did reach out to this company, have never heard back from them. I think I reached out like six or seven times. Um, I've tried every means of reaching out that they have to say like, you're producing something and selling it to people that is our artwork. And they're, unfortunately, I think it's a situation where we just keep up on it. We keep searching for it. You can Google search for a phrase. Um, obviously they're not gonna use our name in it if you do right. that, but like this has a certain phrase that like, isn't that popular of a phrase that we're able to find it really quickly um, that we then let the people know, just so you know, we've already contacted them, they continue. I don't know if they're producing them anymore, but if you bought this, you cannot sell this, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, that is that is rare though, I will say, that um, hopefully is more on the rare side of things that that happens and then you have to keep tracking it. If you've never done this too, I suggest that you do it. Google, it can be Google, grim. Google your artwork to see where else it is. Or if you work on any kind of SEO, this is when it pops up sometimes because that is when I'm like working mm -hmm. on our SEO or something like that. And I'll type something into Etsy just to see like what comes up under those searches. I'm like, wait a minute. Why are three people selling our artwork that are not us? Yeah. Um, and that kind of, it can be really disheartening if you go into that store or that shop <laughs> and they're yeah. selling more than you are. You don't, you can't usually see if they've, well, sometimes you can, if they've sold that much on that certain product of yours, but you could see how many sales their shop has. Yeah. And that's really hard to see that, to think, well, you're just ripping off other people's stuff. Of course, yeah. you know, um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard. I mean, I think you have found it really hard, mm -hmm. haven't you? Oh yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing though that I've learned is to make sure you're properly documenting 
um, when you're doing stuff and what your like your creations like make sure whether it's like a bunch of um, you know whether you start everything off in a sketchbook like um, I've started to always date my sketchbooks so I can like see okay between this date and this day is when I was in this sketchbook or whatever so it really helps like to have proof of like when you did certain things and um, and that you you know that's when those things were created and things like that so uh, you know as an artist, I highly recommend you to do your best to document in, in whatever, whatever way you find um, works for you. Um, but make sure that you're doing that just so you can really understand. Like even like, I think one of them we had to, we went back and saw when we posted it on Instagram yeah, or something like that. that and proof. that was like part of the proof, mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. So um, yeah, so just be mindful of that, mindful of, of how you're documenting the work that you're doing. Um, Cause that, well, could go a long way, especially in certain cases um, of when you're doing things. So, I picked yeah. up my phone if you're watching on YouTube because I wanted to remember the book um, that I highly recommend on this. It's called Art, Money, Success, and it's by Marie Brophy. Um, it's a quick read. It hits on a lot of different things, mm. but she talks a lot about copyright. Um, she taught for the U.S. in particular, but still, it's worth reading no matter where you're at, and then doing some research on your own. But she talks a lot about copyright, mm. of even licensing your artwork, and how to make sure you still hold the copyright because um, you don't want to ever give that over to someone else, mm -hmm. um, and that kind of thing. And again, this is particularly for like visual art. Um, Again, I know I just finished reading Bono's book and like they held the copyright to their songs and didn't give it up to the album um, companies and stuff like that. And so that's a whole nother thing that would um, take a whole nother research. Same with your writing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it this was the best book I think I have read that was like step by step. Here's some things to keep in mind. We have not done some of those things, which made us think back of like, I think we might start adding, you know, like we, I can see right here, we have a poster of one of our favorite artists up in our house and like his signature is at the bottom. Um, and so, um, you know, on a mug, that's not something Pat's going to hand sign, obviously, but could we put a little bit of a signature so that that's always on there? Um, I know somebody that I follow here in London. He does lots of um, really awesome London photography and stuff like that. And his images were getting ripped off so much on Instagram that he is now on every image really small. And, and I hate that we're to the point that we have to do this, but really small, he puts his at and then what his name is on Instagram. And you can, if you're looking at the photo, because I don't like when people have it, it's like right in the middle of the photo, that takes away from it. But um, if you're looking at the photo, you would never notice it, but he's pointed it out a couple times because then he'll show this person reposted it and said, look at these photos I took for New Year's Eve on um uh, in London, and you can see his at thing is in there. They didn't even take it out. They didn't even see it because it's so discreet. You don't see it mm -hmm. unless he is looking. And again, he's only found those people stealing his artwork because other people have pointed it out to him. Mm -hmm. And so if you see that, it is important. Why it's important is because like this is how people make a living. This is how they put food on their table. Sometimes it's a hobby, but a lot of people are trying to build their career and that kind of thing and be recognized for that art. And so that's why it's important yeah. to point it out if you see it. Um, and that kind of thing. Sometimes you'll point it out. I've had this happen a lot where you point out to people and you never hear back from them. And I'm like, wait, who is someone stealing? Who's stealing whose artwork here? Mm. Not for you to figure out. Don't yeah. worry about it. If you point it out and that person doesn't ever respond to you, you did the best you could. So mm. um, I will say, so that's like uh, physical artwork, if you will. Sure. I want to go to this, the um, part where I had somebody steal like a, an actual, and this happens a lot. Um, 
you know, you both you were in the advertising world. I was in public relations, like firms trying to steal clients and stuff like that. Like that happens all the time. Um, of you know, trying to get another client from another firm and stuff like that. That's really common. Um, it's really hard when you're a small business, though, when that happens. Um, it's hard when you're a big business too, because somebody can yeah. take your major client, and that's like how you're employing people. Yeah. Um, but when it happened to me, I was just me. I mean, Pat, you were second shooting a little bit at that time, but we were. Um, this person basically went to this event planning um, organization, like team that I had built a relationship with, and did different photography for them, and basically pointed out how I was unskilled, how. Um, he would be able to provide all these different things and stuff like that. His fees were so much more expensive too, <laughs> but they didn't care. Um, basically, basically trying to point out to them, you've hired somebody that's not doing that great of a job and, uh, or that he was saying, um, and that I can bring so much more, which again, I get that that's okay. It's the fact that this came back to me when then I wasn't contacted for the event the following year. And I thought, well, this is weird. Why? Well, this is something we've done every year. And I contacted and they said, well, just want to let you know, like so-and-so uh, upper in the chain had made the decision to hire this person, but this is why. And here's an email mm -hmm. they sent. And I was like, are you, because this person was kind of a little bit of a friend. We were in the same circle, I guess. Um, and I was absolutely shocked by it. Um, and so it, it was one of those things where I went back and I, and I said, actually, here are some things just to point out and what's done is done. You guys have already signed a contract with this person. There's nothing I can do, but just so you know, like this, that I ended up like finding out later that like he actually didn't live out his promises he gave to them for that event. Um, and so they ended up hiring somebody else after him because I was done with working with them. Um, I don't, I did not approach that person. It didn't feel right. You may be at a place where you decide to approach somebody and be like, hey, like that was really hurtful for what you did. We weren't in that kind of relationship with that person to do that. Um, I just kind of started creating a little bit of a distance because I was like, mm, I'm not sure this person can be trusted. Um, because I had, I mean, I had publicly put out there that I was doing this event, I think, maybe. I don't even remember if I posted anything, oh, yeah. but I don't think I did. So mm. I'm still not, I might have said something in our friendship circle about doing it. And then it got around to him to which he really wanted to photograph that event. In general, things will work out for you in the end. Not always. And I don't want to be this like happy go lucky, always positive ending. But like what ended up happening is like, I ended up getting another contract from that because of how I behaved in that situation and how I mm. handled it. I ended up getting an even better contract with something that was more year round. It wasn't just one single event and that kind of thing because mm. of how I handled the situation. Um, this other person's team was able to recognize that like, actually she did do a great job. She delivered on her promises, all those kinds of, and gave high quality work. And so if something like that happens, it can be, I remember, I mean, gosh, whew, I was really mad. <laughs> Um, and so let that settle before you try to address anything. Because if I had sent an original message to that event planning um, company in anger, I wouldn't have ended up with a contract in the end for something completely different. And so how I handled the situation actually looked more mature than how the other person handled it. And I wasn't willing to badmouth that person either. I never even addressed that part. I was like, just so you know, like, thanks for forwarding me and telling me that information. This is how I know I can deliver in the future, if mm -hmm. you choose to use me again, that kind of thing. I wasn't like, well, he does this and that and that and that because that just looks really immature and, you know, not great. And it's really hard not to do that because well, yeah. <laughs> you're mad. Yeah. 
you're angry. It's a natural thing that you want to do. Like yeah. it's very natural. It's very unnatural to respond the way you did. Exactly. And just say, yeah. What? Yeah. So I think, yeah. And there are certain industries that are probably more fraught with that than others. Um, the photography industry is one of those. Um, if you're doing certain kind of photography, um, I think. Um, I also have, when I was doing photography, people would use my images and post them as their own. Caught that a couple times too, that I was like, nope. Um, and, you know, whether you do a watermark or whatever it is, um, you know, I think <laughs> it's just, it's hard, you guys. It's it's hard. And, and so you want to research whatever ind creative industry you're in of how you can protect yourself and things. Um, I do know there's some courses that out there that I have done. If a big company, like a big brand, um, I, I don't want to name names because there are so many that have done it. Um, if somebody really big try to, is starting to sell your artwork, um, that is something that you probably need to contact a, lower, a lawyer before you post it on social media because you can hurt yourself if you do that first. Um, if in the end, like I know this one or, um, company here in the end, the, they weren't responding to the lawyers and stuff. So she did go guided by a lawyer, went on social media. And then so many people went after this company, went after, you know what I mean? Um, that ended up getting taken care of and she ended up getting money from what they had already sold and they took everything off the shelves. Um, so it is wise. And that's so hard if you're a small business to be able to afford that stuff. So you do have to think about that, um, and that, again, I don't want to scare you with that because I think that is a little bit more rare than um, it does yeah. happen, though. Yeah, it does happen. Um, so it's something to be aware of. Like Pat said in the beginning, it's not to scare you. It mm -hmm. is going to happen, probably, if you're in business for a certain length of time. It will happen some way or another. Um, you know, we've actually been at good friends' houses before that I'm like, oh, like they have a frame up. <laughs> it's our hour. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And I'm thinking, I don't remember you guys buying that. And they're like, oh, yeah, I just took a screenshot off your website and printed it. <laughs> and then it's educating people. That's not okay. <laughs> um, and so sometimes it is just the education part. And those people, I've, I've been very gentle, especially if it's a friend, to be like, actually, that's really hard for our business because if a lot of people do that, then we don't actually make money ever off the artwork. And they're like, oh, I never thought of that. I'm so sorry. Like, And then sometimes they'll buy it and that kind of thing. And so it's just... Try to not take it as personal. It's really hard, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just try to have a cool head about it and not, um, yeah, just not get personal with it. Don't don't overreact in a sense, um, because that can actually hurt you in the long run. It can, yeah, so. if you overreact and stuff. So our what uh, I hope what you took from all of this, and we use specific stories for us because. I think that's important to know like how different things can um, set, can happen or that we've seen recently with other people. Um, and so just remember, try to always go into it thinking the best of that person instead of automatically thinking they just steal artwork and did it up. That could be the case. That has happened to us too. But in general, the majority of people just don't understand yeah. that like that is. Now, I also want to say that, and we have learned a lesson in some of this stuff too, like make sure you're not doing that to other people as well. Mm -hmm. um, so there is, sorry, our cuckoo clock that we love and yeah. it's new to our house, but it's going off at certain times. Um, 
there is a whole another conversation probably how to take inspiration from people versus copying. Yeah, um, When you are literally taking something and you are tracing it, that's copying. Like that should be clear. I hope everyone's on the same page with that. And so, or you're taking our artwork and all you're doing is plopping it onto a product like a mug or something like that. And I would even say too, like early on when we started things and when I was starting things with, um, when it was called Quiet Boy Studio, like I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. And um, you learn. And I learned really fast. Like, and that was okay. And um, and it was a learning experience, but now I understand why, mm-hmm. um, and, and how that hurts others, um, that have actually created the thing or, you know, whatever. So I think e- even if you think you're doing something that is new and original with an existing property or something like that, like do your research, yeah, do your research on it and that kind of thing. Cause I mean, sometimes our things are in public domain and it's not a big deal. Um, but, um, other times they're not. Yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah. that's important to understand. And yeah. you may see the hardest thing sometimes. I and mean, we were just on a website recently that I'm like, how are they selling this yeah, stuff? Yeah. Like there's no way they have sold, they have paid for all, because it's, it's basically like a bunch of different movie and songs and stuff like that. They're all, and it's cool artwork, but I thought, I, how are they selling stuff? But then I know, I mean, it's oh, whatever. We don't even go into details of how I think they're doing it. Cause I don't think they're paying for the copyright for all of it. Um, but again, so you're going to see some people, but you have to decide what is right for you of doing those kinds of things when it comes to um, maybe like major people who are singing or things like that, like that look into the legalities of it and what that means or movies and that kind of stuff. Um, but definitely if it's a small other artist, like respect their artwork. Um, if you get inspired by that phrase or something or inspired by the way their artwork looks, that's different. Just try not to copy it directly. Definitely don't trace it. <laughs> Well, I think, I think too, I think there's a difference between fan art, which is something that, um, I mean, some people, I guess, make a living creating fan art, mm-hmm. um, but they might have already relationships that they are able to do that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are certain things that I would create and do, but I'm not selling them. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sell them just because maybe I was inspired by, you know, a movie that we saw or whatever, and I draw something up. I'm not selling that stuff anymore. Um, we did at one point. We, we did. We did. And we learned. And so I think, again, it's just, um, well, I guess we're just trying to share like the things that we've learned in this process um, and understanding. And then again, when you, when you create something original and then you see somebody else selling it, that's when you're like, oh, I remember I used to do that. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And so, yeah. Now, if you're creating something that you want, like a phrase or something like that, that you really like that. Um, I don't know. That's in a, a song, a Taylor Swift song. That's somebody that has approached Etsy shops, just so you know, to take down anything that had her songs on it. So that does happen sometimes. Um, but a Taylor Swift song, you like it, create it for yourself and hang it up in your home. You can do that. That's okay. You just can't sell it, if that makes any sense. You can even post it on Instagram in general mm-hmm. and give that person credit. Yeah. Um, you know, but you, like we've done that with a couple, like Michelle Obama quotes and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. have credit to her on there. Um, but uh, you can't sell it if it's what they've said, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. yeah. So, that's a lot of information I know. If you guys have further questions, we can totally do a follow-up on this. Like I said, if you're looking for more specifics on like um, copyright laws, on um, certain things that might be public domain, 
you'd be surprised how much you can find on Google. <laughs> um, double check the facts though, wherever you're looking um, to make sure that is accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also highly recommend that book. We'll put a link to the book and everything so that you've got that as well. Um, again, that is more for us, but I, I would recommend it for everybody because then you can research what that falls into and wherever you may yeah. be living and running Just more your about business. the concepts of it. It's the concepts yeah. of it and really thinking through like how you do certain things. And you may have to backtrack to do some of this stuff and that's okay too. Yeah. We've had to do that on some things of like, ooh, I don't know if we have an original of that or we probably do need to make sure we've got this documented and things yeah. like that. Um, and so that's that's okay too. There are certain, again, you can Google. There are certain ways you can even do it in Procreate so that it's dated and you can go back to the files and to sh- prove when you created them and that kind of stuff. It can feel like a lot, especially we have a lot. I mean, you have a lot of artwork you have created. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just start small. Start with the things you're creating now, especially. And you can go back to address the ones that you've created in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't. It happens to a large majority of artists. Um, it's things that it happens. <laughs> yeah. But just again, approach it trying to think the best of people. You may find out different. But try to approach it that way and do not respond in anger. Yeah. Um, be firm, but don't respond in anger. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know if you have more questions on that or please let us know other business topics that you want to hear about. We have addressed this one because so many people have asked us about it um, and that kind of thing. What should I do? I've seen this mm-hmm. person, that kind of thing. And so that's how we get these ideas for the business topics. So let us know what questions you might have on other stuff for your creative business and we'd be happy to answer them um, if we have the answer. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like I said, we pointed you in this one to a lot of other directions, but we can generally cover some topics. So yeah. yeah. We um, hope it's been helpful, and um, yeah, we will talk to you guys next time around. See you. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.